Welcome back to the third season of Fisher Link, a podcast presented by Fisher Inc. Magazine for the Fisher College of Business to highlight stories in and around Ohio State that you may not have heard about. My name is Grant Powell, and in this episode, I'll be discussing one of the highest grossing social media apps in the market, TikTok. But first, I hope everyone's doing well despite the transition to online classes and social distancing. This is a strange and difficult time for all of us, so I hope everyone is staying healthy and that this episode brings a little bit of entertainment to your day. Now, for those who don't know, TikTok is a free mobile app for short videos ranging in length from 15 to 60 seconds and is number one in the entertainment section on the App Store. There is no typical video format, and new trends, dances, and memes are constantly being created on the app. The user interface makes it very simple to edit your own videos, compile them together, and add effects and transitions, so simply having a a smartphone gives you the ability to create high-quality videos. From the moment you open the app and create an account, a video will begin to play on what is called the For You page, and you simply have to swipe up to go to the next video. Similar to other social media apps, you can interact with videos by liking, commenting, and following the person who made the video to see more of their content. You can also duet their video, creating a split screen of their video and whatever you decide to record to accompany it. The app makes it very easy for a video to gain traction when it gets recommended to users on the For You page who may not even follow you. All users of the app can create original sounds to use in their videos and can allow others to use the sound as well. So you simply need to create a catchy sound or song and you can quickly gain popularity that way as well. Now, the app seems to have become popular almost out of nowhere, but where did it originate? TikTok is owned by ByteDance, a Chinese corporation headquartered in Beijing. They released the app in China in 2016 under the name Douyin, and in under a year it had over 100 million users. In 2017, ByteDance bought Musical.ly, spelled musical.ly, an app for users to share videos of themselves lip-syncing and dancing to music, for nearly 1 billion US dollars, according to Harvard Business Review. Musical.ly was Douyin's main competitor, founded in 2014 and gained traction after Vine, another popular short video app, failed due to lack of funding by its parent company, Twitter. ByteDance merged the two apps and their user base to become TikTok, then expanding to the world. Now, according to the Harvard Business Review, TikTok has over 1 billion downloads in 150 markets and 75 languages worldwide. Over the past few years, ByteDance has acquired Flipagram, a video and photo creation app set to music clips for an undisclosed amount, and News Republic, a mobile news service based in France, from Cheetah Mobile for $86.6 million. Many companies are attempting to compete with TikTok for this new industry, such as Facebook with their nearly identical app, Lasso, and Byte, spelled B-Y-T-E, which was created as a successor to Vine, but neither has reached the same popularity as TikTok. So what makes TikTok so special and, frankly, rather addicting? Well, in my opinion, it all lies in the way the app is structured. As I said previously, when you open the app, a video starts to play, and if the video is of interest to you, you're bound to watch it. And since each video is so short, you're likely to watch a few more, or a hundred more, depending on how susceptible you are to distractions. There is seemingly an endless stream of videos, and since there is such a wide range of content on the app, it's very easy to spend hours using it. The more you use the app, it creates recommendations for you based on the videos you like, who you follow, the comments you make, and how long you watch a video. Plus, since the app picks videos for you, it eliminates the burden of choice, which makes it much easier to lose track of time and become glued to the screen. According to Oberlo, users spend an average of 52 minutes per day on the app, and 90% of users access it on a daily basis. Although no one besides the creators of the app know for certain how the app's algorithm works, there is much speculation into how one goes viral. Some people think it depends on the hashtags you use or the lighting in the video, but it could also be completely random. 
A video that took days to make might only get a few thousand views, while a short dancing video could get millions. Some of the leaders on the app include Charlie D'Amelio, who has 45 million followers, Lauren Gray with 41 million, and Zach King with 39 million. It's entirely possible that you've never heard of these people, and it can be hard to discern what made them famous or why they're special. But there's a lot of potential for marketing and advertising among these pioneers of the industry. TikTok makes money through ads and in-app purchases of coins that can be donated to your creator of choice when they're live streaming, which can be redeemed for cash through PayPal. Coins can be purchased for a range of prices from $1 to $100. Coins are used to purchase virtual gifts that can be sent to creators, and once the creator receives the gift, it becomes diamonds, which are worth 50% of the value of the coins, because TikTok takes a 50% cut. Unlike many of its competitors, such as YouTube, TikTok did not place ads directly within videos, so creators are not paid by TikTok for their views. Instead, the ads are simply in your feed among the rest of the videos, often utilizing the same format as any other video, and swiping up like regular will take you away from the ad. It is reasonable to assume that the ads are placed like this so as to avoid taking away from the fast-paced style of the app, considering most videos are only 15 seconds long, so it would kind of suck if there was an ad right in the middle of your 15-second video. Therefore, TikTok creators must resort to asking for coin donations on their live streams or to become an influencer for a brand, similar to Instagram, which can be very beneficial for a business. However, this can be rather difficult to attain and is not very sustainable, so it isn't really advisable to quit your day job just yet to become TikTok famous. And that's it for this week's episode of Fisher Link. Fisher Link is presented by Fisher Inc., the student-run magazine for the Fisher College of Business. I'm Grant Powelson, the Vice President of Podcasts for Fisher Link, and I would like to thank Lily Wong, the President of Fisher Inc., for making this podcast possible. If you enjoyed listening, please leave a review, check out our past episodes, and be sure to follow us on Instagram at Fisher Inc. Mag for updates on future episodes. Fisher Link is available on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and on FisherInkMag.com, where you can stay informed in all things Fisher. Thanks so much for listening, and go Bucks!